they were talking about Shannon Campbell's role. Yeah. At the top of uh, what the hell is that? Is that uh, Idol Issues? Yeah. And it was Ian Johnson talking about, it, and he goes, "It was the wildest role because you <laughs> saw his car control. Yep. He hit the ro- his wheels were turned when he hit the rock. Yep. He straightened his wheels when he was rolling. Yep. Foot on the brake." As soon as the car hit the ground, it was already in reverse. Yep. He knew it was going to land on all fours. Yep. And then he just ripped through the rest of the course. What are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> King of the Hammers is on. Let's talk about that. All right. Where do we, where do we even start? Because I, I don't remember... Any of the highlights now. Dude, there's been so much. There's been so much this week. Between like the forty eight hundred or the forty yeah, the forty eight hundred class, the forty six hundred class. Like it's just been a crazy week and this this race course has been ridiculous. I was surprised how fast um the UTVs did. Oh yeah. UTVs finished two laps in three hours three were, hours and forty minutes. They were what, two or three hours ahead of schedule, I yeah. think they were saying. Yeah, they were. Everyone was like, "Well, what do we do now?" (laughs) The race is over. Dave Cole was like, "Uh, (laughs) "I need to make this race harder." They were talking about um, adding adding a third lap, adding like a making the 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 UTV race to like the forty forty four hundred race. Yeah, and doing full three laps. It took them. Yeah, because it's two laps for the UTVs, right? Two laps. Yeah. Yeah. The the forty fours. I think it was uh, Gomez. Yeah. He who won? I think so. He finished in like 5 hours. Yeah. In the 44, which is fucking crazy. But it was it was a crazy week all week. Like I enjoyed I watched motos. I watched all the qualifying. I did miss the the class 11s. Yeah. Which I do love. I love the class 11s. I don't think I've actually watched the class 11s do anything. I know what favorite. it is, but I've, I don't think I've ever gone back and watched any of the old stuff. Yeah, Class 11 is my absolute favorite. I love watching the bugs just rip through the desert. And they did short course. Was it short course last year? I think so. And then this year they did um, a desert race. Yeah. They did like a, I think they called it a shotgun start. And they had all 100 bugs just go at the same time, like a like a dirt bike start. It's more of a race race, though. It's not like yeah. the Race of Kings where they're actually no, going through like all the rocks and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like a few laps and it's maybe an hour but it's fun because yeah. it's, you're watching these bugs from the 60s just absolutely rip i don't think i've ever seen that many volkswagen beetles like old volkswagen beetles in oh, one place before it gets me excited <laughs> we saw one in uh where were we we were in percival yesterday we saw one in percival yesterday and we're like i i was like i want one of those so bad i would daily drive a bug was it white no it was like a baby blue oh Freddie just worked on one. Nice. And McKenzie's like, I, I used to know that guy, or the guy who owned that. Uh, he drove it to high school. And I'm like, I would love, like, that's like one of my dream daily drivers. Because it's still got like 35 miles to the gallon. The crash test is just a laughing emoji yeah. when it comes to a Beetle. Old cars and crashes are uh, not so good. Not good. So, yeah, that's those are sweet. Um, I had to explain... Because I was watching it at the bar last night. Yeah. Two different bars. They do ask to put it on one of the big screens. They have screens at Bear Chase? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. You could have just asked them to like, I was you just know, watching it on my cell phone. Project it onto one of the TVs so you can watch it for yourself. <laughs> but I had to explain it to someone. And they're like, what are you What are you watching? I'm like, imagine race cars that can do 100 miles an hour through rocks the size of Volkswagen bugs. Yep. Then they looked at my phone and they're like, holy shit, what is that? I'm like, it's a race car that's designed for one thing, and that's this race. <laughs> like, this is the wildest thing I've ever seen. And then uh, I was talking to the other bar we were at because we were bar hopping last night in Western Laden, which is just bar driving. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other guy that I was talking to, he's a local at the wine bar we go to, and he was a, f- a former Marine and did all this shit, and he's yeah. like, where are they racing? That looks familiar. I'm like, uh, 29, <laughs> 29 Palms. 29 Palms. He goes, they're racing in fucking the mountains of 29 Palms. I'm like, yep. He's yeah, like, dude. <laughs> then I showed him, uh, Lauren Healy's car was on screen. He's like, that's a fucking spaceship. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, I think they're still running 37s in the 4400 class. Uh, for the most part. 
I think because it's the it's the most competitive tire for yeah. for rocks and also high speeds. What is it? Uh, is it the Gomez race team that has the UFO chassis? Yeah, yeah. Those th- I, they just had that's, that, that's one right there. I think. Um, possibly. I think they had like all four of the chassis that they had out there across the line within like the top fifteen. Yeah. Well, the top like, fifteen too. The first first one came across the line in five hours. Number fifteen yeah. was like ten and a half hours. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. We got home last night, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn it back on. And it, it was number, like, 20 coming through, and yeah. it was, like, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm like, they've been racing for, at that point, it's been 12 hours. Yeah. What the hell? There Just, was, uh, what was it? I think it was Dave Cole and whoever the Aussie guy is. I can't remember yeah. his name. They were talking about Kevin Yoder, I think yep. his name is. He's raced almost every single King of the Hammers except the like original one. And he's, I think that, I forget which one. They said he's finished a few of them, but he's still running the same tires that he same has. Same tires? Yeah, for, like the past four years. He's like been the, same the same tires. model. And- they don't even make the tires anymore. Oh, so it's like the exact same tire tire <laughs> yeah. every race. Jesus Christ. You're seeing people shred. Uh, it was. Um, Von Gitten. I was yeah. watching Von Gitten talk last yeah, night. Like after. three flats. Three flats at the same time. <laughs> Two flats and then another one. Yeah. I'm like, how the hell? Two flats at the same time and then another one. Dude, and then. And uh, then broke his throttle cable and had to put so, a keychain or something so, on it. So first, he was saying he was on Thor. Um, he he rolled going up Thor while he was winching. He was trying to winch. His winch cable broke. He rolled. So he was. The winch cable the, didn't break. What the winch point. Oh, the, the winch boulder, point moved. The, that's right. He, the boulder moved and it rolled him. That's the wind. That's the that, <laughs> yeah, it's the winch point breaking. Um, yeah, the, he he described it as like a four thousand pound boulder just yep. rolled down the mountain. I think it hit his car. He was ended up upside down. Um, and then he became part of the trail. Yep. Because someone drove over him yep. and ripped off his back brake lines. Pretty much. <laughs> I forget whose buggy it was. It was towards the end of the time I was watching. Somebody was going through. I think it was King's King's veto coming down through the trail and it was like to the point where it was getting dark and like the back passenger side breaks you could see sparks coming off of it and i was like oh oh god yikes <laughs> but yeah then after that um von Gitten, i think that was after his three flats yeah when he was making his way back so he was driving with no rear brakes and then coming into hammertown like 10 miles out of hammertown yeah that's when his throttle cable break yep he rigged it up with a keychain driving with a keychain, hand controls, hand and controls. had to have his uh, co-driver downshift for him so they could slow down because he had no brakes. Could you imagine <laughs> a million-dollar car? He was because he was driving one. Of, it was he's driving a it was Raptor, one of the right? fun havers. Yeah, one of the Raptors or uh, the Raptors, whatever the the forty-four hundred. Yeah, it was one of his Broncos. Yeah, million-dollar. And then like the back half of his truck like fell off because he they were Emmy was interviewing him and he's like, "Where's the rest of my truck?" <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, was it uh, the other Gomez brother? He finished like twelfth. Yeah, and he literally showed up with the back half. The sway bar was yeah, dragging on. The I was ground. watching that too. It what was weird. F- I was I was watching him go through one of the trails, and I could see the spare tire just bouncing, and yeah. I was like, "That looks weird." And then like a couple minutes later, they were like, "He's dragging something." The spare tire is just gone. And the sway imagine, bars like- are just. Boop, 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 boop. Like uh, being part of the Tread Lightly team, just going to clean up the desert and how many tires, how much shit you would get. Like you could build a race car with all the parts left. I was going to say that 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 was the one thing that made me laugh. I think it was towards the middle of the race that I caught during the day. Somebody was coming back through. um, What's the end towards uh, Means Butte? It's the uh, what do they call it? Emerson Lakebed or something? Yeah, it's it's towards that one. Anyways, they were coming through the trail, and there was just just this shred of a tire, just carcass of a tire, just laying in the middle of the fucking <laughs> just there, <laughs> just the road. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, broken wheels, flat tires, just, just everywhere, parts. just parts falling <laughs> off cars. Yeah, you could you could build a, build a car with all the parts in the desert. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun. I, I only caught parts of it because we painted a shed yesterday. Oh, fun! The shed in the backyard is fully painted now. We just have to paint the trim and put it all together and then... Is it a she shed or a me shed? It's a full two-car garage that we didn't get a permit for. <laughs> Who needs it? Who needs it? We're in the mountains. We're in the mountains. We do what we want. I do permits for a living. Yeah. I, I know what I can do. I am my with. permit. 
I am. <laughs> Ron, this just says you can do what you want. Uh, uh, but yeah, when I when we were running around and it was on for the dogs, yeah. I'd, I'd come inside, get a glass of water and glance at it. But yeah, it's just just wild. And then like the 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 difference between the races. Oh yeah. Is that the 4600 Bronco finished without a scratch on it. Yeah. On on the Everyman Challenge day. Yep. Two laps. I could have done it. It would have probably taken me two days to do it, but I could have done it in my Cherokee. Yeah. The 4800 races. Oh, yeah. The 4800 races. Just a different level. Like, completely a different level. Those guys are just different breeds. Yeah. I. And they're like they're older guys too. Like I expected oh, yeah. when the cars were coming through finishing, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a young guy. What is it, Dan Fresh? I think. Yeah, I think he's another like Fresh. Uh, PJ Fresh. He's another one of those drivers that's been here since like the original inception of the race. I think they were saying. Yeah. He's like raced almost every single one. Yeah, gray, oh, short gray hair, mustaches, like, mm-hmm. like true, like like our dads. Yeah, like, pretty much. I couldn't imagine the abuse it would take to sit in a car for 10 hours. Like, that hurts just thinking about it and then being old and doing... Not old. Sorry no. if you're listening and you're... <laughs> and you're racing and you're an older guy. But it takes it takes you out of it. Takes it out of you. Yeah. Yeah, you hear about, like, NASCAR drivers and Formula One drivers needing to be athletes. Oh, yeah. But, like, these guys are, like... Like, they, they race NASCAR Formula One races for a few hours. Like two hours at a time yeah. 10 hours sitting in the same seat mm-hmm. just covered in piss <laughs> yeah covered in piss covered in you're not, dust you're not getting another silt color. your own sweat just sitting in it because the fire suits aren't very breathable oh no i think the only thing i we could possibly compare it to and obviously other listeners don't really understand it but like thinking back to fire calls that i've been oh, on yeah. for like five plus hours and by like morning when you're finally like back at the firehouse you got to do another two or three hours of cleanup and and you're just like in your filth the whole time you're like god not taking off your turnout you're just sweating and dying can smell yourself like i just want to go home now just multiply that by two and it's all technical rescue yeah pretty much because that's pretty much what they're doing is is if you're not winching you're very lucky yeah pretty much um a lot of the interviews i saw I guess inter- post race interviews, guys were ripping winch cables. Oh yeah, or winch lines left and right. So, the co drivers definitely have to have their uh, have their A game. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was a hundred and hundred and ten. Yeah, forty four hundred cars that started. And when I went to bed last night at midnight Eastern time, which is nine o'clock there was only Pacific. like 20 there was that 20 were, that were finished 20 and they'd been racing for 12 hours at that I, point i think i saw that. at least four or five people that had made it to their second or third lap and it just got dark and they were like nope no nope, i'm done. done yeah just pulling off like oh is this another dark is this another finisher they're coming down chocolate thunder is this another finisher no he's he's yeah. just he's, he's just finishing going. his second lap and they're he's like oh god getting <laughs> off before think, he's miserable in the, in the night middle of the night what did they say i think it was the last Gomez brother and then Vaughn Gittin, they had like, whenever they were crossing the line, they said they had at least 45 minutes left to finish another third lap. Yeah. And it was already dark. Yeah, finish, to get, finish the second lap to get yeah. to the third lap. So you were starting your third lap in the middle of the night. Yep. And coverage... They, um, they cut off at 6 p.m., I think is what they said. No, they cut off, they cut off 10 p.m. Pacific time. The coverage of it? Coverage. Oh. So people were still racing at 10 p.m. Pacific uh-huh. time. What was the cutoff for 6 p.m. then? Uh, that may have been lap three. Okay. But yeah, it's that because that that would be that'd be racing from 11 a.m. our time. Yeah. To 1 a.m. our time. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is right. <laughs> that's that's half of the drive we took from Vegas to or from to Vegas. I think it was that one. That one looks like the one that lost its tire. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's just a single-seater UFO. Yep. Which is another wild thing is the single-seat racers. 
being in your so head. Much, they look like so much they fun. They look like though. so much fun. <laughs> Dude, it's an ultimate cheat code. And I, I, didn't I see... couldn't imagine doing that by myself, though. Oh. Especially if you had to winch continuously. I would need music playing my helmet the whole time. Yeah. Um, a car I didn't see was uh, Paul Herschel. Like, I saw clips of it, but not on race day, was Paul Herschel's car. Yeah. IFS, IRS, portals, and rear steer. I heard them talking Thousand about horsepower. It. Yeah, but I didn't see that what one What the hell is that? He didn't even finish in the top 20 as far as I know. I think they said the first the first three or four were all IFS to cross yeah. the line. Yeah. Those IFS cars get it, man. They are wild. I think, I think personally, um, that the UTVs are going to be finishing, which they are finishing top 10 because oh, the yeah. Miller Brothers finished, I think, top 10 and the other one was top 20 yeah but i think the like the utv style cars was that's what you're going to with ifs irs Mm -hmm. are going to dominate the sport yeah because they handle the rocks they rip in the desert um and they're just like it's just like a reliable style i don't know the like the physics behind ifs versus uh solid axle i know it's better in the desert because you can articulate individually um yeah, it's just... It was either Lauren... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Lauren Healy. He was talking about his the difference between his solid axle and the IFS one that he drives, saying that it's the IFS is great in the desert, but you lose out on the rocks because of the steering angle. Yeah. The CV axles can't withstand the, the steering, but the solid axle does better than the rocks. Yeah, that makes sense. He had a wild story. I was watching his Instagram stories this morning. Um he posted at like it was like 3 a.m. our time. Yeah. Um, he had a a Pelican box on the back of his car. Oh god. Um, but it was he he said it was the uh the Harbor Freight style of the Pelican box. Yeah. Fell apart, dropped all of his tools into a serpentine belt. What? <laughs> so he's like he's like I learned my lesson. I'm not buying knockoff shit anymore. I'm buying Pelican box, Pelican boxes. He went through, they had seven serpentine belts for that car (laughs) in his pits and remote pits. He he was on his seventh serpentine belt when it went bad. And he's like, I just limped it, limped it back into Hammertown. I was done. Like the the wildest shit. A Pelican box breaks. Well, knockoff Pelican box. Knockoff Pelican box, which is, we've got our knockoff Pelican Pelican box sitting right here. It's great for podcast equipment. Um, But like, like shit you just don't expect. Because that's nice, solid plastic. It's yeah. got four latches, watertight. It's, it's not KOH rated. Not KOH rated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got it on in the background. Yep. I don't know what what minute we're watching at, but we're we're watching. We have, they don't have the recap up yet. Yeah, or or like highlights at all. Yeah, the re, the highlights. We're, we're like two, two hours, two and a half hours into it. Yeah. Um, Jack North. Jack looks like a fun fun trail. I would have fun out there no matter what. Oh, yeah. And I really hope we do uh, make it out next year. I was talking to Mackenzie about it. Whether doing media or volunteering. Media, yeah, media for... or volunteering, whatever. Like, just making it out would be cool. Even on our, like, our own dime. Because media would be on our own dime. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not getting... You're not making money going out to the desert. No. Um, but, like, like, I was talking logistics to Mackenzie because... Obviously, I was watching the bar and like yeah. I just talk shit. She's like, "So do you really want to go?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "What would that mean? You'd fly out and be there for three or four days?" I'm like, "No. If I fly out, I've got to rent a car. <laughs> I have no camping equipment. That's a tax write-off. Ish. Technically, <laughs> I'd have to talk to my my friend Philip. Yeah, he rents he rents cars every um, time he goes. But I'm like, then you have to rent camp or somehow have camping equipment." Or know somebody that lets you stay there. Yeah, and she's like, couldn't you just stay in a hotel? I'm like... There's no hotels. There's no hotels. They have the VIP experience. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. Which is like a hotel, but I'm sure it's thousands of dollars a day. Who knows? Um, but I'm like, no, it'd be a, a three-day drive out with trucks and trailers. She goes, yep. trucks. I'm like, yeah, assuming Tom and Trevor can go, they will have Tom's truck yep. with a two-car trailer with two Jeeps on it. I will have my truck with my dad's camper. Mm-hmm. And we will go across country with two diesels. I think the ideal way to do it is if all of us had skinny guy campers. So I've thought about that. 
we would need. But that would be expensive. Four and it trucks. Would take a while. Because I love you, PJ. I'm not cuddling <laughs> with you in the desert for fucking seven <laughs> days. I've got my cot. It's right here. Yeah, it doesn't fit in a skinny guy camper. Yeah. I'll just bring my own tent. So you'll be miserable in your tent and I'll be sure. in a, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'll, so I'll just if leech I, off the if electricity. I, if I bring trucks. my dad's 30-foot gooseneck camper yeah. or a fifth-wheel camper, it sleeps six comfortably. Yeah. So that's that's the hookup. Um, yeah, and then we just have a two-car trailer with whomever's Jeep's on it, which I assume will be yours and mine. Yep. Because <laughs> I don't trust anybody else's. Nope. Um, I guess we're doing a shop weekend next weekend to get Trevor's running. I think so. I mean, hopefully we can. Yeah. I don't know. Be cool to see uh, that thing. Not not leave, but be done, done, and he can take it home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm optimistic for going next year. I think logistics is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, it would take a lot of planning. Um, which, knowing our group, there won't be a lot of planning. Well. It'll be a, hey, uh, I think we're going. Okay. Okay, let's go. Let me order the fifth wheel so I can throw my dad's camper in the back of my truck, <laughs> and uh, we'll go. And we'll uh, yeah, we'll we'll have Lauren be in charge of food again. Perfect. She can do logistics. We'll we'll, we'll scramble to find a two car trailer. <laughs> yeah, we'll scramble to find a two car trailer because I don't know anybody that has one. Hopefully, Freddie can uh, jump in on it too. Oh yeah, he'd love that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. I think. Personally, I'd like to do a, um, obviously I've never been out to the desert, never been out to the lake bed, um, but I'd like to do an every other year schedule. Oh, yeah. So SEMA one year. Yep. King of Hammers the That's the way year. to do it. Which in reality would end up turning into, because one's in the late, or one's in the, the early winter yep. and the other one's in the, I guess, late winter. Mm-hmm. So it'd be one year on, one year off. Yeah. Because it'd be... Uh, SEMA or I, I would do it hammers nine months later SEMA and then not go the next year yeah because that's just the way it would fall because if you were to do SEMA then hammers yes that would be rough might as well stay out in Vegas I know for real yeah that would be that would be rough um, we could just move to Vegas that yep. was a wild roll I heard um, uh, what the hell's his name Which one? That one was a good one, too. I don't remember who, what driver that oh, one was. Oh, uh, Shannon Campbell. Oh, uh, that one. Shannon Campbell. They were talking about Shannon Campbell. <laughs> that was a wild rule. <laughs> they were talking about Shannon Campbell's rule. Yeah. At the top of, uh, what the hell is that? Is that uh, Idol Issues? Yeah. And it was Ian Johnson talking about it. And he goes, it was the wildest rule because you <laughs> saw his car control. Yep. He hit the, ro- his wheels were turned when he hit the rock. Yep. He straightened his wheels when he was rolling. Yep. Foot on the brake. As soon as the car hit the ground, it was already in reverse. Yep. He knew it was going to land on all fours. Yep. And then he just ripped through the rest of the course. And the other roll, the, uh, the whatever it was, the IFS yeah. blue and blue and red car, he hit and he never came off the throttle after he hit that first rock. Bah, 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 bah. And then he landed. He moved about 30 feet and then he cartwheeled down the mountain. Yep. Bent his, he was racing. Did you see the bend in his roof, though? No, dude, he had a ma- it was like a six inch bend in the, the DOM in his roof, but they got it fixed because you got to have a straight cage to race, yeah. So they got it fixed on the lake bed. That's fucking wild. Cut it out, welded it in. That shit's so wild. I don't know, it's just, oh. just dreams to get out there. Car troubles, dreams. What cost would you race? I don't know. I, f- I feel like I'm with Tom starting in the UTV, like the ProMod class. Yeah. And then work my way up to 4,400. Because so many of the UTVs finish, which I'm sure will change next year because Dave Cole wasn't happy with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so many of the UTVs finish, and it's such an affordable class to get into. Like some oh, yeah. Of the, some of the Can-Ams that finished, like top 10, top 15, yeah. claim claim it was a brand new car with bolt-on parts yeah nothing welded to the cage nothing welded at all just they ordered the catalog and threw it on and finished the race top 10 i'm like what the fuck what is it what's the place in percival um uh power whatever power sports 
Uh, I can't remember what it's called. They sell all the UTVs and stuff. Right there on Hearst Road? Uh, anyways, there's a place in Percival that sells UTVs and oh, like Can-Ams and like side-by-sides galore, you know. You could build a hammer's car there. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I think it was the year the year after uh, Angel went is when they started like putting them out up front because it was mm-hmm. mostly motorcycles for the longest time. Yeah. And I remember driving past and it was like all of those bright colored ones. It was like, oh. Like the race car ones. Yeah. Yeah, and as far as I know, that that dealership is one of the top dealerships like on the East Coast. Moto member. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, people people fly in, buy a car. Oh yeah. And we'll have it shipped home, mm-hmm. like Montana, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Those things I guess big dealers like that aren't around very often. Not often, no. Um Yeah, it's the fucking wildest thing is is the UTVs just just like fly i don't remember how much those things cost i looked it up a long oh, time ago so the crazy thing is they're when it comes to a race car yeah they're affordable but when it comes to like oh like a two-seater utv i can't be what 15 grand yeah no they're the two-seater like race spec ones not hammers ready are like forty five thousand dollars. oh yeah it's it's like a brand new car but then you get it hammers ready and it's a hundred thousand dollar car pretty much but compared to like uh, forty five hundred. It's the stock modified class. Stock. It's like stock unlimited. Yeah. So you need to have stock frame, um, cage, unlimited power, uh, whatever else. I can't remember the, the specs for it. I think you're limited on tire size and shocks. Yeah. And that's the only thing you're limited on. But that's a two hundred. Probably not that expensive. That's probably a hundred fifty thousand dollar car. Something like that. Getting everything already. I want to know how much the single seaters cost. Single seater UTVs, yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I've never seen anybody sell them. Yeah, I liked watching the um, the kids short course. That was fun. The kids short course, they were ripping. <laughs> and the the, the the little UTVs, or I, I guess they weren't UTVs. They were like little trophy trucks. Yeah, but they were basically UTVs. Yeah. Um, I, I'm split on the single seat. I get it; it saves weight. Yeah, I get it; it's a little narrower. But like, if I'm out doing this, I want to have someone to, to have to back me up on my bullshit stories. Oh yeah, like oh, I rolled three times, but then I hooked up the winch cable and went straight up the side of yeah, whatever the fuck trail. And oh, yeah, he did. Instead of no, you didn't. Shut the hell up. Because <laughs> that's our friends. Shut the hell up. You didn't do that. No, he didn't. Uh, I can't find them. That's gonna piss me off. They're not spiders. The nacho, or what? What did the British, the British guy call it? He's he said he said it wrong. He's like nacho or fucking nacho. The chassis, chassis. <laughs> <laughs> nacho dip. It was it was good. It was fun. Speaking I, uh, of nachos, I've never heard of nacho lights. I've never heard of nacho lights either. But they're a spo- They're like a big sponsor. Yeah, never heard of them. Like massive before, sponsor before this year. But I guess that's the point of being a sponsor is... I guess. Yeah, and then... I know Project X was out here. Yeah. They they were sponsoring, like, all the fun havers, and they they ran, like, one or two ads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never heard of Nacho Lights. They look decent. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd totally test them out if they were uh, looking for sponsors. Yeah. Uh, lighting was another crazy thing. Like, last night, they were talking about people coming to, to pits who, who didn't think they were going to need lighting... And they had lights put on in the pits. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> Here, quick. I assume all the wiring and mounts are in place. They just didn't want to have them on the car. I, I guess. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, they're talking about people coming into the pits and getting lights put on. I'm yeah. good. I, I enjoy a little bit of night wheeling, but not not through rocks the size of Volkswagens. I'm yeah, good. No. I'll, uh, I'll pass on that. utility vehicle maybe <laughs> you still waiting for that i'm trying to find them they have them all over the place there but it's like not on their inventory do you just google single seat no it's, it's at moto member oh. i'm like on their website trying to look for it no just go to can-am yeah, i don't want to that's all right is it can-am i don't know who makes them it's probably polaris or uh, one of the one of the car companies single seater oh there we go 
ATV and side by side. Let's see. Our master Googler. I'm the Goo Googler. Goo 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 Googler. Did you do the premium? I thought I did, but I guess they're all they're only doing it through YouTube. Yeah, I didn't see. Like I saw, you could subscribe. Yeah, I didn't see the benefit to it because I've done that before. Yeah, I did it last year. and It was awesome because it was through uh, like Vimeo. Yeah, and you could choose different cameras. Because and- I have the Ultra Four app, and I I guess since Ultra Four is not really a part of it or whatever. Yeah, they're like a sponsor now. Yeah, because because Dave got bought out. Yeah, so he puts on the um the the King of the Hammers race, which yeah. is an Ultra Four race, but it's not put on by ultra four anymore yeah um it's now part of the i think they're calling it the the triple threat the triple crown something like that with uh the california 300 and the mint 400 which i would love to go and see the mint 400 i've seen it yeah i've seen it but i didn't see the race like i saw the um uh the hell like the the parade and then where they're doing not qualifying but uh like god damn it what's the word that I want for <laughs> like the race officials making sure your car is legal. What's the word for that? Uh, tech. Tech. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Going through tech. Yeah, so tech I saw inspection. I saw the parade, them going through tech. Uh, they did a big party on Fremont Street when I was there. Yeah. And it was cool. It was like if I could have afforded to get afforded, if I could afford to get out to the <laughs> desert to actually watch the race, um, I would have. Yeah. But an Uber was like $150. Yeah. And then renting a car is renting a car. And that's not cheap in Vegas. Uh, so How yeah. much would you expect to pay for a UTV? Which one? Just any. Any UTV? Mm-hmm. For like farm use or like race cars? For racing. Like uh, if you 30, were if you were trying to jump into it. $30,000. That's it? That's that's it? What, what are they going for? So the side-by-side ones from uh, Can-Am start at 21. That's not bad. 21.5. But that's no options. Yeah. That's just the car, small motor, probably no lockers. Customize. Let's build one. Let's well, some of these guys, to. some of these race teams had... Like Miller Racing. Oh, yeah. They're KM sponsored. Oh, yeah. But they had three extra cars a driver. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of cars. There's a, there's four-seaters that start at 33. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need a four-seater. <laughs> My Cherokee's a two-seater now. I, I don't think I'm going to put the back seats back in. Yeah. I may, well. I make a, um, <clears throat> may make a, a, a wooden platform for the dogs. Yeah. So I can have me and Mackenzie or whomever else is there. One of the guys riding in there, and I can still bring the dogs with me. Oh, yep, we're doing single seaters. Single seater, much more affordable. Sixteen. Oh, <laughs> five grand. <laughs> yeah, they're fifteen, fifteen thousand, nine ninety nine. No, I'll take my, I'll take the two seaters. So I want someone to be there to, to to tell the stories with, and someone to help me out because I know I'm going to get in a bad spot, and I'm going to get frustrated, and I'm just going to like be done. And I'm also yeah. not skilled enough. What, like I feel like I feel like to be a single seat driver, yeah, you have to be like one of the best of the best. For you to do the, the rookie program, I absolutely would not do a single seat. Yeah. Which some of these guys were. And that was pretty cool this year too, is um you could tell they were rookies because the number plates, the numbers were red. Yeah, they had different colors, yeah. Yeah. Um let's see. And there was a ton. There was a there was a big rookie class this year. I'm trying to see what the it's about a nine hundred ninety nine cc eight valve dual overhead cam inline twin eight valve twin. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, you got got four <laughs> four valves per cylinder. I don't know anything about UTVs. Uh, CVT transmission, which we all knew that. Um, Well, 900 cc would be what, 0.9 liters? Something. Yeah, 0.9 liters with uh, four valves per cylinder, two intake and two exhaust valves per cylinder. Yeah. 
<clears throat> dual overhead cam. 1,300 pounds. Yeah, rippers. God. That's the other thing with the UTV is the, the power to weight ratio. It's so light. Yeah, and you're making 190 horsepower. Yeah. So you're 10 to 1-ish. Yeah. I'm trying to see what like... With driver and full tank, yeah, probably 10 to 1. I'm trying to find some more specs. When these these other cars, I mean, when you're getting into 4,400, you're 1,000 horsepower, but the car also weighs, what, 7,500, 8,000 pounds? Something like that. So it's it's pretty close power to weight, yeah. but it's still not not anywhere close to the UTVs. That's still a pretty good price tag if you're trying, just trying to get into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a, um, a family. Mackenzie has a family friend. Uh, Brian, who races ATVs, mm-hmm. and his ATV is sitting in her dad's garage right now. Yeah, and he's told me about the thing. He's got like thirty five thousand dollars invested into a two wheel drive ATV. Oh yeah, and I'm like, dude, and he's getting he's just had a hip surgery, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you need something with a seat back and a seat belt and a cage. You're fifty five years old right now. Like it's not your life isn't going to get any easier if you keep crashing into trees at thirty miles an hour. Yeah. I can't remember who posted it, but like a couple of years ago, it was on Instagram somewhere of just this two-seater Can-Am something ripping through like a dirt road with trees like inches from the road, easily doing like 100 miles an hour. Just Absolutely not. Blew, blowing past trees and it's like, you're sitting there like, <laughs> waiting for something bad to happen. <laughs> it's like it's like the, the rally car videos you see is yep. these rally cars just ripping through some it's a it's a little paved road a little dirt road yeah. but just just absolutely like 120 miles an hour yep like no i, I go 60 down river road sometimes and that sketches me out a little bit they're I'm just good. blowing through this dirt road at 100 miles an hour just like a sunday drive yeah and the guys do it on snow yep no no thanks no thanks i like my life <laughs> i like it enough yeah if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go to the desert and do do it on whoops with long travel. I don't want to die. No, thank you. Not today. Not today. I don't think somebody else broke like pretty significantly. There's a couple good rollovers. Oh, what was it? The start of that's a big, big cliff. I didn't look that. It looked. Oh, bigger. that's I think that's Jordan Pellegrino. That. The one we were just looking at. Dirty Love? I think so. Um, It was the start of the f- uh, Everyman Challenge Day. Or was it the start yesterday? Yeah. When the uh, the Blackhawk, mm. the Re- Recovery Blackhawk. That one's, that's, was just, that's like one of the biggest highlights so far. Just flying over. Your tow truck <laughs> is a helicopter. It had a, uh, I don't know what car it was. Um, it was a UTV, I'm pretty sure. It was a UTV. I don't remember who it was. But it was hanging 50 feet from yeah. under, the, under the helicopter. They got it stuck, so they were like, ah, I just call in a Black Hawk helicopter and pick it up and bring it back to Hammertown. Oh, Loud noises. Loud noises. Just we're, keep talking we're, over we're the stairs. We're in PJ's house today. <laughs> Tom's house wasn't available. <laughs> so we are a mobile podcast. We've got our little PodTrack P4 sitting on the couch. We're petting a kitty cat, watching Ultra 4 on uh, the Xbox. Talking shit. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yes. helicopters. Helicopters. <laughs> helicopters. Yeah, I called the tow truck. It was a helicopter. Yep, pretty much. They've that, been getting some badass drone shots, though. These drone pilots are ridiculous. The only thing that I would say was really annoying was during the Everyman Challenge when I guess it was a Toyota pickup truck. Oh, yeah, we were it watching was, that at the shop. It was trying to get up the, what was it, Horsepower Hill or something? Horse, yeah, I think so. And they just kept circling this dude that was struggling to get up the hill. It's like, dude, go somewhere else. <laughs> Leave we the get, poor man just, alone. We're just hovering one spot. You don't need to circle. <laughs> I get it. You're getting good shots. And yeah. You're, you're they they got to keep moving and stuff. But Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, he was just just circling. I'm like, this guy, whoever this driver is, is making some money from yeah. the sponsors because <laughs> that that Yukon gear and axle sticker was on both sides. He had the biggest one he could get, and I'm like, all right, collect those bills, dog. But uh, if I was that driver, I'd be get this thing away from me. Yeah, I'd, and be, I messaged, I'd be throwing my little uh, traction pads at him. Yeah, I messaged uh, uh, Gary Henderson with. Uh, He's a 4,500 racer. He's got, yeah. he's got a podcast, Pacific Northwest Jeepers. 
um, uh, the Pacific Northwest Jeep Cast shout out because uh, I saw him stuck on Chocolate Thunder mm-hmm. and the drone was doing the same thing. Yeah, he goes and he's like, yeah, it's it's like the worst thing because the drones like stuck cars and when you're seeing the drone around you, uh-huh. you know you're pretty fucked. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's towards the end of the race. What when I was watching last night, somebody had rolled. And, like, there was nobody else around to, like, help them roll it back over. And the, both the driver and the co-driver were out with their helmets off, just, like, leaning up against the rocks. And they were, like, looking up at this drone, just, like, hovering. Oh, go the fuck away. Yeah, I get it. I fucked up. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, appreciate you letting me know that I messed up. It's just a, just to rub it in their face. Yeah. Let me, let me enjoy your, uh, um, enjoy your pain. So I'll just point and laugh. This would be a fun trail. I think I would enjoy Spooners. I think Spooners would be a not. I won't. Don't want to say easy. I would say doable. Oh yeah. In, in the current setups that we have, definitely a bucket list. Yeah. Uh, someone described the rocks as motorcycle helmets. Yeah. That's that's manageable. Yeah. That's what we were playing on at the Cove. Just not quite nearly as long and sandy. Getting dug in. These guys getting stuck, getting dug in and throwing rooster tails into the 37s disappear. Hard pass. The wildest part for me is seeing some of these guys that were doing uh, renegades on the ridge. The last time I went to Roush Creek and um, what's the other one in Pennsylvania? Uh, Reading? Yeah. Famous Reading. Like Big B Racing was there the last two times I went. So I, I got to take pictures of them. So seeing them at King of the Hammers is pretty cool. Yeah, so we we got to see them in the pits before the race started, and it's always cool like seeing stuff that you've watched on TV, just like right there in front of you. Like. Yeah. What's the thing like at SEMA? We saw the Fun Haver cars. Yeah, and they weren't the same thing. They, they, yeah, they were like they didn't look super like you saw exposed tube. You saw giant yeah. shocks. But it didn't look super impressive, but then you see it do what it does, yeah. and you're like, what the hell? Get to see it in action, and you're like, oh, man. That does that does more than like, it looks like. Him, what was it, Vaughn? Was it Vaughn? Vaughn or Lauren that was doing donuts and stuff with oh, the and drifting jumping boys? Over, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I missed that. I was, I think I was in a class that morning. That one was pretty cool. Yeah, I showed up early that morning for a class, and you guys were sending me videos of guys drifting and yeah. and ultra four cars jumping over drifting and i'm like oh uh, damn it i picked the wrong morning for a class <laughs> i think the class wasn't relevant i'm like it, it was supposed to be something else like social media marketing yeah and it was like aimed towards shop owners and like not yeah. social media stuff and i'm like oh this is this is great i appreciate this my my, my friends are having fun watching race cars does that dude have a flat tire yeah, that's yep. definitely a, a driver front flat. I guess in a single seat car, you got to call it a left front flat because they're all driver side tires. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there you go. He's going to have to change it. Oh, no, he's not. That's the other crazy thing is these guys. Yeah, you got to change all that stuff themselves. Yeah, get well, not out of the way, that. drone. It's it's their, oh, yeah, I got a flat tire, but I'm, I'm three rock trails away from remote pit one yeah. or Hammertown. So I'm just gonna run it. That's what Vaughn did. Just gonna, just gonna absolutely send. I think it. He's, they said they changed one of the front ones, or two of the front ones, and then just left the back one, and they were just going for it until they yeah. could get to the pits to change the back one. When I heard a bunch of stories, um, yesterday from the driver interviews about jacks breaking, because mm-hmm. they all have these fancy like Milwaukee M18 jacks. Mm-hmm. Um. Nobody was running high lifts, but you, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I had a jack break. I had to do this. I had to do that. Had to had to perch my front diff on a rock, yeah, to change a tire. Got to do whatever you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised those are breaking like that, though. I I was thinking about that yesterday when uh, it got some good action on uh, UTV day. That yeah. jack. I'm like, I get it. That's a it's a cool design, but if I was to have one. Mm-hmm. I would have a uh, impact powered jack. Yeah. So you run your impact gun to to run it up and down. It's got the same size drive as your lug nut size. Mm-hmm. I think that would be dope. So that way you have. It's a it's a cheaper tool. It's probably more reliable. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and then it does everything you need to do, and you can get it. Get it. I think. I think you would deploy it faster too. Probably. But I don't design this shit. Someone else does. They get paid more money than I do. I don't. I'm also curious to see the process of building some of these chassis. Chassis. The chassis. Chassis. <laughs> Millet chassis. Oh, there's. There have to be, like, like the initial design of it has to be a nightmare, like a CAD nightmare. Oh yeah. Um, and then ch- testing and then running through through articulation on CAD and trying to do high high speed stuff on CAD. Is engineering. But once you get once you get the first few concepts made, if you will. Yeah. Then you get a you just get a, a jig set up mm-hmm. and you just start cutting shit and you're just laying on the jig and welding it together on the jig. Um, Leah and Brent are building a rock lizard buggy right now in the garage. Really? Uh huh. Damn. Yeah, with a, a Ford uh EcoBoost VTech or not VTech, whatever it is E Tech, whatever it is. Yeah, the E Tech. Yeah, there so there's it's the four cylinder E Tech Turbo. Um and I'm following that. Uh EC EC Wheelin? What the hell is his Instagram? I'll have to find it. Um that's fun to watch is is he's going through the whole design process of putting an engine in a frame and doing yeah. doing all the geometry and he, he posts up every now and then. Um if you want to try and find him, her her Instagram is she crawls. That one's she pretty crawls, easy. Yeah, and one word, right? I'll find his. Yeah, it's one uh, one word. She crawls. Uh, yep. S h e c r a w. Follow that on the dirt drive. L s. Follow us on social media at the dirt drive podcast. <laughs> we'll drop. Shameless outside. plug. Shame, shameless <laughs> plug. You probably already do. Hopefully. Um, I don't know where it is. It's funny to see Icon in this race, too. OG Whelan. OG underscore Whelan. He's building a... Uh, it's two... From what I understand, when I was over there, when my, when we did the podcast with mm-hmm. her, um, he had two Dana 60s. Um, uh, 99 through, two 99-04 Dana 60s. He was just going to run one backwards so he could have rear steer. Yeah. Which is hard on the gears. Yeah. But if you set it upright, it's yeah. not that bad. And I'm pretty sure it's a rock lizard chassis. It's it's pretty wild. Check out OG OG underscore wheeling. It's fun. I like I like to live vicariously through other people's builds. Right. That's like all of my photography friends that are at the King of the Hammers right now. <laughs> just, just, just watching following the, them or just watching the Instagrams like, yeah, God, pretty damn much. It. They've uh Three of them. The three of them have gone frequently the past couple of years. And then my buddy Billy, I've known for years now. He's been into wheeling for as long as I, I've known him. He was doing uh, pit crew stuff with uh, somebody he knows but where he lives in Tennessee. That'd be fun. I'm going to try. And we've got, um, hopefully we've got a few interview, interviews or guests coming up with guys who are, were there this year and that usually race but couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, and I would love to try and like weasel my way into a pick who spot too. Oh yeah, because I think that'd be fun. Because then you would be, I mean the the volunteer stuff. You kind of got a mission. You kind of yeah, kind of got a course. The the media stuff we wouldn't like. I don't. You shoot. You shoot f- photography. Yeah, I don't. So my my media stuff would be pretty much just making contacts. Yeah, just networking and then recording podcasts as often as we can. Um, but like being on a pit crew, then you've really got a goal and, and oh yeah, like a like a path of. Let's keep this car running. Let's get this car yep. running. Fix whatever we can. He has a mechanical background too, so it was kind of a, a no-brainer for him. And he's he's followed King of the Hammers and you know wheels. He's building a Toyota Forerunner. I want to say no, some some older Land Cruiser, like a two-door Land Cruiser. Oh, nice. Um, he used to have a YJ. I don't remember what's happened to it. Billy, send me a text. Did you see the uh, speaking of Toyotas? Did you see the uh, Forerunner in the Everyman Challenge? No. There was a Forerunner Everyman Challenge. Like car. a newer one? Yeah, it wasn't the newest generation, but it was like the, the previous generation. Like you know the, the Lexus one, style one? The one that um, Adam Killen, the one that Tom put the bumper on. Oh, it was, yeah. It um, was bedlined. <laughs> yep. It was that that generation. Mm. And he was racing Everyman. I don't know if he finished, but it was a cool car. They were... It wasn't dealership sponsored but they all worked at a toyota dealership and they were all service techs at the toyota dealership that's the way to do it though 
Yeah, it's like it's like you know your friends are good techs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my buddy's a good race car driver. <laughs> well, that's why. <laughs> like, like out of everyone in our group, who would, who would be the race car driver? I, I don't know. Our... We're all like pretty skilled drivers at this point. I feel like, and uh, forget. I think it was. I think I was riding with Trevor last time when we were like trying to decide between me, Trevor, you, Tom. Brian. Ah, uh, Brian's not a race car driver. <sighs> I mean, I, would you... What? How, much, how long has Tom Walk been wheeling? Tom, Walk, only, Tom Walk is not a race car I, driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's like we were trying to figure out who who we could envision actually doing one of so, these, whether it be with a UTV or 4400 or just a short course at this point, like just to, like somebody to get into it. Personally, I think it'd be you and me, and we'd we'd switch off spotting or uh, uh, co-dog and driving. Yeah. I think, because watching you wheel, you're a fucking great driver. And then... Thank you. I like to be a little selfish. I think I'm a pretty good driver, too. (laughs) I think I I I lean on the car a little bit, but I I, I think I would do good in a a car. Uh, I wouldn't want to start with this race. Absolutely would not want to start King of Hammers. I think I, I feel I think, like I would want to do it if I if the opportunity was given to me. Oh yeah, if someone wants to give us a car, like if it was, it was a, out there. If it was just like a like free shot, just to go, hey, here, go race this race. Doesn't matter if you finish. I'd be like, sure, yeah, whatever. If, if, Gear, Gear Monkey didn't didn't make it this year. <laughs> if he would have said, hey, I can't make it. I've got stuff going on. But if you want to come to Georgia and get my car, yeah. I'll let you race we've already, with my car. We, we've already paid race fees. Yeah, just get a get a crew together and you can go race my car. I would have left oh, immediately, yeah. and I'd apologize to my wife because we would have just gotten home from Dallas, and I'd be like, "Hey, sorry, I love you, but uh, I'm gonna go race a race car in the desert." I feel like if we were gonna do a team, it would definitely be all of the nerds. Yeah, we'd definitely bring Freddie. Oh yeah, our crew. So our immediate crew has to get bigger because there's only five of us mm-hmm. that are reliably mechanically <laughs> reliable mechanics. I guess I wouldn't even call yeah. myself a reliable mechanic. I can just fix shit if I need to. Yeah, I mean you don't you don't need much to get by as far as like trail fixes. Yeah, especially with like a like a solid axle car. If you break an axle shaft and you don't have one, yeah, I mean changing an axle shaft on the rocks would be a nightmare. Yeah. That's pretty much you're done. Um, but yeah, like the basic trail fix is like I threw a belt. Okay, that's that's easy to fix. Pop the tire, uh, swap a tire out. I feel like anything more than that is your car is pretty much done. Yeah. Like if you're if you got a IFS IRS car and you break an axle oh, yeah. shaft, what's that? Yeah, the back half of his uh, Bronco is just missing. Oh, nice! I missed that. Um. Oh yeah, I saw that when he did. He finish or yeah. no? That's yeah, what when he was on the uh, stage, he was like, "Where's the rest of my truck?" <laughs> yeah, I feel like an IFS IRS car is is. I want to say easier to fix because you can take a lot of these cars up, those cars apart without like really digging into it. Yeah, if you break, I guess unless you're free float, which I assume we would be. Yeah. If you break an axle shaft, you still got to get in there and dig. Yeah. Like, and get greasy and get all that nasty shit yeah. over you. If it's an IFS IRS car and you break an axle shaft, yeah. it's you're not getting in any gear oil. You're not getting in anything nasty. Somebody had to weld their diff or axle back together. Forget who it was. Yeah, I saw that. I think it was... Uh, I don't remember who it was either, but they pulled into Hammertown after lap one, which is the desert lap. Yeah. And they had broken the case yeah. of their differential. It was just like the third lane. Puddling. Yeah. Yeah, it was the th- was it the third member was loose. Something like or that. Or something like that. Oh, that's a sideways car. I can watch this shit all day. Oh yeah. I love this. I can't wait for the highlights to come out. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Was that no. That looked like um. What's the monster car? Damn it. Oh, uh, 
Shannon Campbell? Yeah, that looked like uh, Campbell's car. Yeah, he didn't get much coverage yesterday. I don't even know where he finished. I don't know if he finished. I don't remember. Because like I said, it was, I mean, 10 o'clock our time. Yeah. 11 o'clock our time and only 20 cars have come across. Yeah. Did you watch and the... Two, um, two were UTVs, two were uh, Gomez Brothers, and two were the uh, the Fun Havoc cars. Did you watch any of the mandatory drivers meeting? No, but I heard about it. Oh my God. <laughs> I heard Dave Cole got honorary. <laughs> I, over over a VCP, like, there was like a a VCP at the start of the trail. Yeah, but there was no VCPs on the trail. It was it was between Vaughn and Dave, and then Lauren Healy, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he was talking to Terry Madden at some point. Yeah, I heard I heard that Terry Madden was involved. It was yeah, it yeah. was like when your when your parents have an argument for like the first time when you're a kid, and you're like, oh. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, but there, I, th- I think it was. I don't know what trail it was. There was a VCP virtual checkpoint. Yeah, at the bottom of the trail, nothing on the trail, and then a VCP at the top of the trail. Dave's just like, he's like, if you don't run the trail, you're disqualified. If you what, what did he say? If if, if you, you don't know the course by now, come up here so I can shake your hand and I'll give you your money back. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, because like, because oh, guys were trying to find the go around of yeah of. Oh, I'll hit the VCP. I'll veer off, go up the mountain another way because it'll mm-hmm. be faster. And then I'll hit the VCP at the tra- top of the trail and I'll keep running from there. Yep. When Dave's idea was not that. No. VCP at the bottom or run you the run trail the course, VCP at the top. The way it's pla- planned yeah. and mapped out. Yeah. If, you, if you're coming to KOH to run bypasses, you're coming for the wrong reason. Yep. Which I get it. You want to make, you want to go as fast as you can and win the race. Yeah. But you got to follow the race course. Yep. It's like cutting corners in Formula Basically. One or NASCAR. It's a Ross Chastain of wall riding. Yeah. Which is like it, it sucks when you see like Vaughn Gittin Jr., like who people will look up to. Like he's a he's a big name in yeah. the automotive like he's, he was a, he was a drifty boy. Yeah. He was like was he's, he, he's, did he ride dirt he's bikes? He's got his too? hands yeah. in almost everything. And to see him and Dave Cole like go at it like that. On live TV. On live TV. Because he wants to find like the shortcuts, you're like, oh, what? Well, it's the it's the competitor in you. It's oh yeah. It's if I can if I can find an easier way to do this, I'm going to because I want to win, mm-hmm. and I don't want to break my car. Get tell who the race car drivers are. Yeah, the ones that race for like companies themselves, not just a race. Yeah, it's a lot. I think it's a lot of the 4400 guys are they're professional race car drivers. Yeah. Like the other classes, it's like hobbyist level. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, probably even the UTVs are hobbyist level. Yeah, you pretty can much. Compete for a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, which. And some I mean, of them, like they're they're given like the Can Am sponsorships when in reality they're just doing it for fun. Yeah, and they Can-Am's don't really like, care if they don't. Can Am's like you're, you're decent at this. Let me give you a car. Yeah. And then was it uh was it UTV day, or was it yesterday? The guy that's like, I'm not sponsored by him, but Max's tires, oh, yeah. they, they were <laughs> really awesome. That's a good one. <laughs> and then, uh, was it Miles was up there interviewing? He's like, you hear that, Maxis? Yeah. He really likes you. <laughs> He's looking for a sponsorship. I mean, they're parked right there. Yeah, they, they had premium real estate for, for their truck and trailer. The Maxis truck was at uh, Renegades, too. Yeah. That one was pretty cool. Yeah, it was the Maxis truck was at uh, Expedition Overland East. Mm-hmm. We saw it there, too. Which I guess you weren't there this year, but you'll have to come no, with us next year. I didn't year. get to go. That was fun. Looking forward to doing that again. Oh, there's another upside down car. Yeah. I think that's what I, I think. I, when we discussed if we were going to do the... Ooh, big roll. God damn. Um, if we were going to do the... If we actually go to do volunteering, yeah, none of us have cars that can do rock recovery. So we would have to do desert recovery. Yeah. I mean, we've... You could technically do rock recovery if you just like positioned it somewhere specific. Yeah, you got to get there first, though. Yeah, but like if we did, if you break, was it? If, if you break your recovery was vehicle it? on the on the way to race no, day, I mean, like in the middle of the trail, when they were doing qualifying, they had guys just like positioned in certain spots so they could just pull them wherever they wanted. But you you'd need like not a buggy, but. Yeah, something more than a Cherokee something with on like 33s. six inches of lift and forties, and just a ridiculous suspension setup, just to like 
tool around in well, the in the rocks. So another thing about like this race is one of my favorite things is it's like for the Everyman Challenge, thirty seven is the biggest tire you can go. Mm-hmm. It's because it's such a competitive tire. Like I don't think personally, I'm not going to go bigger than a thirty five on my Cherokee. Yeah, but. I don't think anybody needs to go bigger than a 37 unless you're yeah, unless you're a thousand life. horsepower rock buggy. Yeah. Like rock bouncing. 37s is huge. Yeah. And then Ian Johnson described it as 37s seem big. They're only an inch taller than 35s. Yeah. Because you get an inch on the bottom, inch yeah, on the top. Pretty much. So 35s are plenty big enough too. Oh, yeah. That's why I haven't changed my setup very much yet. 35s. Like 37s is probably going to be my, my, my max. Yeah. But... 35 is my max. I don't want to go any bigger than that. But I mean, the 37s would give you that extra ground clearance, especially if I started doing like JK axles with 17 oh, inch yeah. wheels. Like it just, it puts the axles up just a little bit higher. One inch. Yeah. One inch is all you need, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with you saying that on your couch, BJ. I don't know what's happened in this room, but I also know what's happened in this room. Everything. I'm in danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> oh, shit. Help. Lauren! <laughs> no. She's the opposite of help, PJ. Yeah. She, she's the main culprit. Yeah. Yes, what? you. Me? No. Back to race cars. Yep. Enough of this. Back to our regular scheduled program. <laughs> What else? What else you have to say about uh, about ultra four racing there, Peter? P- sorry, I'm working Stop on it. it. I'm sorry, I'm working on not going. I'm going to take your glass of water back. Oh, what a mean guy! <laughs> I already ate, I already ate my apple juice, applesauce, applesauce, sauce, glizzy sauce. Mm. It's glapple sauce. <laughs> glapple sauce. We're renaming it. It's getting weird again. Yep. I think that's the best part about work so far. Is just hearing Tom casually say glizzy sticks at work. <laughs> All spawn from our Vegas trip. <laughs> We'd just be sitting down at lunchtime, just kind of like relaxing. You're like, I'm just, you pass me a glizzy stick? And I just lose my shit because it, it's just hilarious how it's stuck. Yeah. From from the, the glass sunglasses console of a Jeep Cherokee <laughs> to the office of Dirt Nerds Motors. <laughs> glizzy sticks. <laughs> Dirt nerd, you, the Dirt Nerd, the Dirt Drive podcast sponsored by Glizzy's. I will say this unofficially, uh, completely off the record. If you walk into Dirt Nerd's Motors and ask for a Glizzy stick, <laughs> I will shake your hand. I will shake your hand <laughs> and I will try and get you 50% off of whatever you buy. It won't work. Uh, I think Tom would do 10%. That's it. 10%? Maybe. Un- unofficially, if you walk into Dirt yeah, Nerd's Motors maybe. and ask for 10% off, you get a glizzy stick. Yep. Or you, you, and ask get for it. a glizzy stick, you get 10% off. $1 glizzy sticks, 5% off. Take a glizzard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just glizzy sticks with Sprite. <laughs> just blended. Ugh. God, gag me. Diabetes. All right. I think we're off We're off track. And I, yep. think, I think we're probably about an hour in. So uh, we're going to probably record one more today. <laughs> um, we enjoyed King of the Hammers. We looked forward to going. And please, if you race, if you know someone who races, if you attended, we don't care. Hit us up. We'd yeah. love to have you on. Um, Share some stories of uh, King of the Hammers. Yeah. Even Jane. if it's like last year's. Yeah, if you've ever been. We, we got a little bit from Angel from when he went. Um, we've got a few guests. I think we've got three potential racers we're going to have on. Um, I've talked to two of them. I can't get a hold of the other one, but I know they're local. Um, the schoolies are local. Uh, yeah, we'd love to have more. We'd love to learn more about the race, and especially going not as rookies next year, but as rookie attendees. Mm-hmm. I think even being a rookie attendee, there's shit that you need to know. Yeah, you can't just you shouldn't just show up because you'll probably yeah get your shit pushed in or like just have, for have, showing up unprepared. Some of these people that didn't pre-run just blow my mind. Yeah. Or yeah, didn't what is it? the race at all? Didn't qualify. Was it Mischief Maker? She yeah. like showed up like the day of Race of Kings. She, I thought she raced forty five hundred class. I don't. I don't remember. I can't remember what she was in. Mischief Maker, if you listen, yeah. Uh, Holly Fowler, hit us, yeah. hit us up. We'd love to have you on too. Um, thank you for listening this week, everyone. <laughs> 
uh, question mark? Question mark. <laughs> We're enjoying doing this. Uh, I we never really did an intro. It's just it was just me and PJ. If you can tell, um, just the two of us. Follow us on social media at the Dirt Drive Dirt Nerds Off Road. Um, we post every episode a week late to YouTube. Um, we are working on more YouTube videos. We've got one up. Um, if you listen to last week's podcast, which I think I named Tom Blows Up His YJ, um, we've got a video to go along with that on our Ooh. YouTube um, that our good buddy put together for us. Uh, so it's it's pretty good. Check it out. Um, please uh, like and subscribe and rate our show on whatever listening platform you're on. It helps us a lot. Yep. Um, what, what else am I missing, PJ? Um, Instagram. Instagram, Dirt Nerds Off-Road, uh, and the Dirt Drive Podcast. Okay, I do have a YouTube. YouTube. Not a YouTube. I do have a Twitter. Yep. I, don't use, I think I've reshared one thing on Twitter. Do we have a TikTok? Uh, Dirt Nerds Off-Road TikTok. Trevor runs yep. that. Buy more stuff. Buy more stuff. We don't have a lot of stuff up. I'm working on that, too. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Support our stupid decisions. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll pay for our, our trip to King of the Hammers. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Yeah, maybe. Hey, uh, I know you don't contribute my like I know you don't really know who we are, but you gave us a promo code. Will you send us money? Please, sir. I'm trying to do hood rat shit with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh we will see you guys next week with PJ and I again. Audios. So yeah. Audi OS. Audi. Audi five thousand. Audi Audi five thousand. <laughs>